Welcome, everybody. Thoughts and Prayers podcast. <laughs> we just named it this, this poem, so we didn't say it last time. But yeah, we're, <laughs> we're the Thoughts and Prayers uh, podcast. I guess in the way we conceptualize it, I would be more of the thought and you would be more of the... Well, actually, that's not really... No, true. I think you're prayers. I think I feel like I'm the thought. Yeah, but you're like a... You're a dad. Thoughts. <laughs> Can dads be thoughts? Um, I don't. I celebrate Thoughty Thursday at least once a week. So. Okay. All right. Well, A became a new dad four days ago. So congratulations. Thank you. He's already a dad, but there's now two two of them. Double dad. <laughs> so How's living that? that life. How's that going? Sleep deprivation. Uh, it's honestly, it's it's been going well. I feel like you know you know what you're doing this time around and uh just you know trying to maximize sleep basically yeah do you get up are you like a like are you like a cocked dad like are you like 50 50 on the the loving child care or uh, i mean i yeah i probably i mean i am cocked but um <laughs> no no uh, I'm in charge of the daughter, the older kid. So, okay. So she, it's a uh, one-on-one now. Your your wife is still doing the like maternal. You're not wearing like a man, like a man breast plate, like feeding <laughs> no. the baby. I, no, I. That is hilarious because um, one of our mutual friends um fitness feelings on twitter uh when i with our our my my older kid um one time he was over and i was like oh i gotta feed her before we go on the walk and he like had this look of horror on his face and i was like what's your deal or whatever and he like literally thought that i was about to like whip out one of those like (laughs) <laughs> titty strap on things and like breastfeed the, the baby so uh but no um <laughs> we uh i do use a bottle feed every now and again <laughs> to be honest in my i feel like of people our age like our milieu um i i i think the whole like i feel like the dads do more I'm going to come out and say that. <laughs> I don't think that's true in your particular relationship. I mean, I've, I've, I've observed your relationship, but I, you know, and you guys have 
a seemingly equitable distribution of the chores, but I feel like your wife's chores are maybe the more womanly chores in general. Sort at least, of, yeah. I mean, he seems to cook more than you, at least from my what I've witnessed. Uh, yeah, I mean, I cook more lately just because of her being pregnant and now breastfeeding and stuff. But like, I um, I I cook more probably, but also like. Her stuff, she, I feel like she actually does some more of like the man stuff. Like, well, I, I don't know. She does more of like the planning and, you know, getting whatever baby equipment you need or whatever. But then I'm doing more, I do more of like the hands on, like taking, you know, my daughter to the park and like stuff like that, you know, giving her breakfast and all that. But, anyways. But you- you do realize we're only like two generations removed from like, like my grandpa who had nine kids, like allegedly, according to all the kids who are now, he's still alive. He's had COVID twice. 90. <laughs> so whatever what you take, do with that what you will, people. 97, COVID twice, totally fine. Um, but yeah, he allegedly, they all say did literally nothing with them, all nine of them, their entire lives. Like, yeah. He worked, I mean, from nine, he worked from nine to five. And when he got home, he sat at the kitchen table and drank and read the paper and smoked cigarettes. <laughs> and, yes. And then my, See? Now that's and, what... <laughs> and then my grandma did that too. Like uh, she would tell all the kids to go away and they would have to go like fend for themselves. And then she would chill there and smoke cigarettes and talk with him. And that's what they, there was no like homework help or like, you know, tutoring or whatever the fuck parents do now. It was just like kid, your kids were sort of these like little orbiting moons that you like occasionally made sure were alive, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I'm fine with that approach, personally, but I feel like you still have to, I mean, until like age, like, five or something, I mean, you got to be somewhat hands on. <laughs> I mean, they just farmed that out. They got like, they, Help, they, had three, yeah. they had well, three, so that's well, they had the thing. Oh, your dad probably made made bank or your grandpa rather, right? Well, so. He made he made bank for the time. So they had some help, but they also had three girls first. Oh. So in the sixties, once they got those three girls, like up to like age nine, they had to do all the housework. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So there was a lot of that. My dad always says that he remembers his his oldest sister kind of being more of a mom to him than his mom. Not in like a dark way. He's just like she was the one who was like taking us to like the park and whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. All right. Well, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Mazel tov. Maybe we should start a parenting podcast. Yeah, I wouldn't have a lot to say. In that, <laughs> but uh, well, I, guess, I guess I don't know my career. Maybe I would have some tips for you people. You could opine on the appropriate gender roles for. Parenting. Yeah. Something I'm always subtly trying to communicate to kids. Unsolicited, uh, ill-informed opinions. Yeah. All right. Let's do libtard takes of the week. Do you want to yeah. go first? Sure. So this one uh, definitely made the rounds on Twitter. So probably a lot of people already know about this, but it was just so ridiculous. So we all know that the next um, like op after COVID or, you know, it's been kind of ongoing and ebbing and flowing or whatever, but climate change. I don't know. Q, did you um, 
see that uh, clip of the CNN producer talking about it's like the Project Veritas thing where they were like secretly recording the CNN producer and he was talking about how like climate change is going to be the next COVID. Um, no, I didn't see that. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's out there. That's a whole thing. But anyways, this is this clip from the CBS morning show where they're talking about like um, childhood obesity being caused by climate change and like the temperatures being so hot that kids are, don't spend any time outside. And so they're becoming obese. Um, and... I had to agree with the uh, sort of Twitter verse that that was a pretty libtarded take. Did they have like, I'm actually being like totally honest. Like, did they have any like real um, argument or like explanation of how it's causing obesity or was it just. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I don't think so. Honestly, I think it was pretty much just like, yeah, it's too hot outside. So the kids are. Um, so CBS obesity, climate change. Yeah. Okay. So there wasn't really like a connection of any sort. It was just like, this is now, this is causing people to get fat. Yeah. No, I mean, it, that's, it's always that. Um, and they don't touch on any of the other obvious shit like that all the food that everyone's eating is like literally like repurposed industrial machine lubricant uh that they marketed as a food product called uh vegetable oil or canola oil and you know corn syrup and shit like that and um but no it's it's climate change causing all of it yeah not that we're like barely eating food yeah. i mean it really can't be considered food in in many cases so yeah i mean it tastes good but it's not food so um okay interesting well i'm gonna use that as an excuse because as i've been telling you recently and been saying all over twitter i feel fat lately so <laughs> i'm now gonna blame it on climate change and not the fact that i've been drinking and eating too, way too much because i've had house guests for 10 days nice um something about having house guests who are just like fuck it i'm gonna eat <laughs> eat whatever i want drink whatever i want i'm gonna smoke cigarettes which is what i've been doing yes all right, so my libtard take of the week is that Themi Lovato is back to she, her pronouns <laughs> after only th maybe three or four months of they, them pronouns. And you probably, I don't know if you're as plugged into this because you're not as plugged into like gay or queer Twitter, but there was this kind of like really popular kind of viral video of Lizzo correcting a bunch of like paparazzi who are already like the scum of the earth. So <laughs> the fact that she like took the time to even talk to these people is hilarious, but basically they're saying like, uh, are you going to see Demi inside? How's she doing? How's Demi to some like party? They were all going, all these million, this party, <laughs> this party, all these millionaires were going to just to set the scene, you know, like a real woke fest, a bunch oh. of people, a bunch of millionaires going to a party in Los Angeles, the most demonic city on the planet. And Lizzo turns around and says, they, and the photographers don't get it. And they're like, what? And she's like, <laughs> 
she's like Demi goes by they and people like shared that over and over again as like she's oh, oh my god like Lizzo's a woke hero you know oh, I'm convinced Lizzo is like legitimately like a CIA plant <laughs> I honestly she came out of nowhere and everyone's like all of a sudden she was like everywhere that's how I feel about Jonathan Van Ness that could maybe be a future episode like like people that were like celebrities that were sure are ops you know oh, yeah, right. yeah. like when jonathan van ness tweeted that thing that was like i hope some they them non-binary uh sh- like shoots putin's ass uh, <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> anyway uh unsurprisingly demi's back to using she her she said she feels more like a woman this year than she did last year <laughs> So we're all going to go back to doing that now. This kind of does correlate, though, with another kind of libtard thing I see on Twitter. And let me be clear. Let me be, like, unequivocal for a minute. Like, I respect, like, trans people and know trans people and believe that, like, (laughs) there are trans people. I'm not trying to uh, take that away. I think there really are people who feel, you know, like it's they're, they're better served living in... The, uh, the, gen- the different gender than they were assigned in. I find the they, them thing to be confounding because I think it it's just a way for people to kind of sap onto... It's like currency, right? Yeah. Well, and so, yeah, it's like regardless of like, what, theoretically, whether it may be a thing that makes sense, like the way I've seen it play out in my real life is basically like, it'll be like straight up like, cis hat white people basically claiming it's a way for people like that to sort of claim minority status that's yeah like you and like you and your wife who are like cis hat white people like upper middle class cis hat white people could say that you are they them and like everyone in your like liberal area you live in would probably accept that that, yeah yeah and you guys would be like part of the queer community even though you have like all the accoutrement of like (laughs) heterosexual privilege like you guys are literally like the picture of glowing heterosexuality it's like you know so that's that's my problem with it that's so i just yeah i just want to say like i'm not i have trans friends i have plenty of people who have I've talked to who like I understand that identity. It's it's legit. I think there's some problems with the way it's talked about, which that could be a whole other episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> and a lot of smart trans people I know do not talk about it the way um, people on Twitter talk about it. But yeah, whatever. That that to me is different than this other thing. So the reason I bring up the Demi Lovato thing is a it's funny and b. Ezra Miller, who has just been like abusing women like across the country. Mm-hmm. That's like all he's been doing for like two years now, like in multiple like videos, like hitting women, choking women, slapping women. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. But I'm literally Googling Ezra Miller. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, you have to look is. him up. But so, and I have a weird connection to him because I know his dad, oh. who's also an asshole. Um, but Ezra Miller uses they, them pronouns. And every time Ezra Miller abuses a new wo- woman, a bunch of people jump on Twitter and are like, Ezra Miller might be an abuser of women, but you don't have to misgender them. 
focusing on what's important. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, I'm sorry, like this male bodied person who's probably as big and tall as like most dudes I know is going around like hitting and choking and like slapping women and we're worried about their pronoun, his pronouns. Like, yeah. I, I don't, it just it seems so stupid. Well, it's know? sort of, it's almost like it, it, basically what those people are sort of saying is that like misgendering someone is an equal violent act to like choking someone out. Yeah. And he's like actually like hurting like women, which I still to this day like think is like, I'm going to go ahead and stand on this platform. I don't care if a woman hits you, slaps you, whatever. (laughs) If you're a man, you should not fucking hit a woman. Like, I don't really care. I I really stand by that. I just, I just don't. No, for sure. For sure. Like, you are bigger. You have more physical power. This is a reality of the world. Like, you should not fucking hit women. So whatever. I mean, yeah. I mean, personally, I like, you should never hit anyone, really. But uh, unless it's, like, self-defense or something like that you know yeah but if your girl is like wailing on you i still don't think you should hit her back (laughs) oh no for sure well but that's that's kind of the thing is like you can probably just like fend her off you know you don't need to like yeah like the other i guess i guess we're doing a lot of different topics on libtard of the week i don't know if you saw that michelle branch was arrested for domestic Domestic violence And, like, they showed her, like, 6'4 husband who's, like, I don't even... He's a member of some band that I don't remember. Wow. Maybe the Black Keys. So, that's what... Yeah, maybe... Well, she's with one of the Black Keys. I think so. And he's, like, 6'4". And he, he like, clearly called the cops on her and had her arrested. Oh, my God. So, at that point, it's almost like, does that person need to, like, turn in their man card? Yes. Are they then like forced to be trans? I think so. They should, yeah. they should be forced femme. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen? You have not seen that porn. You would never watch that. But yeah, they should be forced femme <laughs> in like a public humiliation way. Because yeah, how Michelle Branch, who was probably like one ten soaking wet, like I know that's what crazy. the fuck could she have possibly done to you that like? Right. I mean, just run away and whatever. <laughs> you don't need to get to call the cops. <laughs> I know it's such a pussy move. So I don't know that that whole thing is that that whole that that whole thing is just very funny. To, or this whole idea that we had to sit through like months of that, like Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial, pretending like uh, you know her hitting him was some sort of like equal act to him hitting her. I'm like, it's just I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. I don't want to. Get too off topic. The the yeah. Libtard take of the week is that people are <laughs> focusing on pronouns instead of like actual physical assaults that these uh, people are, are, are perpetrating. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many things that are more important and relevant to the conversation that are completely obscured. I mean, even COVID or, you know, the whole and all the variety of ops that are being like shoved down everyone's throats constantly. So. Oh my god, wait, I have one last one that is related to this. So and and like as far as sucking up victim mentality in order to like not have to like answer for any of your actions, mm-hmm. I saw this tweet from I I think this person's trans, but I'm not sure. But they were basically saying that like no one was allowed to criticize the fast fashion industry until 
there was size parody in clothing. What? So, like, if you're a size, like, I don't know, 28 dress, uh-huh. you need to be able to go shop and get oh. a dress anywhere you want. And if you, until that's the case, we can't criticize the actual slave labor, slavery. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's producing so it's like your your difficulty getting clothes because you're obese is a bigger deal than child slavery yeah well that i mean that is true (laughs) especially if you're a racial minority or trans or both yeah and obese yeah those kids better fucking work they better get their their little hands just it's transphobic if the child slaves don't work to produce yeah, then to you sell. don't have a size 42 dress or whatever <laughs> is needed <laughs> all right all right should we take it to our first uh topic yes which is oh yeah, this is this has been a while back at this point, but I do think it's still worth um, noting is the uh, glamorous Zelensky Vogue photo shoot. Yeah, so I'm pulling it up now. So oh, yeah, let's look at the photos. Yeah, so the actually the the cover photo, and I didn't realize this until I did like the five minutes of research I did before the pod is um was actually the wife uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she's the one on the cover and then inside there's a few like uh portrait photos. of bravery yeah there's a few photos of them together probably the most famous of one is this one where he has his arms wrapped around her and she's in this black his, like, veiny muscular Eastern yeah, European yeah. She, man arms. Yeah. They they surprisingly like de-sex her in this photo, which is kind of funny. I guess that's because she can't look too sexy. She's like mother of the nation or whatever. Right, right. They can't. But give he's her- still got his like trademark shitty green t-shirt. Yeah. Um, is this one even real? The one of her sitting in the bombed out subway station or did someone make it? Is that there's a like bags in there? Yeah. What are those bags? I think this is real. Cause it's actually in a bunch of different photos. They're like sandbags. Yeah. She's sitting in the middle. Yeah. So I guess in this one, she's sitting in the middle of what looks like a palace. I would guess just based on the rug. Yeah. And there's a bunch of sandbags, which I guess... Oh, it really... Okay, now I'm on the Vogue site. Yeah, that's a yeah. real photo. Um, I don't know what that... This, what is... Okay, the, okay, let's see. Here's what it says. The first weeks after the war broke out, we were just shocked, she said. After Buka, we understand it was a war intended to extermin- exterminate, exterminate us all. Exterminate us all. And she's sitting amongst a bunch of sandbags. Yeah, wow. I don't know how those are helping her. Yeah, I don't don't really get it. And a a war extended to exterminate us, intended to exterminate us all. 
Yeah. I apparently I didn't even know that I knew the whole backstory about in in 2014 like the CIA did a coup to oust the like pro Russia government that was democratically elected and faked this like color revolution and installed like the pro American government which is like the Zelensky government now. Right. And then they had been but I didn't realize that they had that Ukraine had actually been like essentially in sort of a civil war for a few years now, basically like since 2014 and that they had been bombing this like disputed territory, the Donbass region or whatever. Um, and that, that was actually like sort of what, uh, provoked the Russian invasion. I mean, I guess this is one side of the story, but I didn't know. I, I, I did not know about that side of the story until recently well i'm not going to pretend to be an expert on like the russia ukraine relations yeah. but i i like <laughs> it, i did see this this twitter thread that i thought was again full disclosure like brain dead i'm talking about a twitter thread so please yeah. don't please i'm not i'm not a scholar of ukraine but um yeah, the Twitter thread was talking about all the ways that NATO provoked this yeah. this conflict, and like literally within like two hours, it was it was taken down. So oh I shit, I didn't even get through like I couldn't even finish like reading all this shit or like watching all the video. It was just like Twitter was like, nope, you're not going to read how NATO. But even my like partner, who you know I don't think is like as like black pilled <laughs> as I am. <laughs> was telling me that like the whole idea that you know uh ukraine was just this like innocent like country sitting there that putin bombed for, like unprovoked like he was like that's obviously not true like nato has been attempting to you, you, and by nato everyone basically means the u.s States, has yeah. been attempting to uh you know consolidate their cultural and economic control over the region for decades ever since the cold war ended and that people had been pre predicting um as far back as when they took over crimea that mm -hmm. like this was going to be the move that was going to be made and I, to me if you want to know my <laughs> my outsider perspective like this is what they wanted to happen right because they needed like a final demonization of russia and putin in order yes. to like yeah. kind of topple like you know ultimately topple that regime and create a sort of <laughs> i don't know like a a pro us russia which i think is the ultimate goal probably Right. I mean, I, it's so hard to know what's going on. There's, there could be any number of things who knows even really like how real the war is or not. I mean, who, and like at the top, all these like Russian oligarchs, they're all tied up in the U S financial system and all this stuff. So it's like, you know, who, I don't know. I don't know what's really happening, but, um, yeah, it's definitely not uh I guess the whatever whatever the mainstream media narrative is, you know like that is not the truth. Oh, right. And I mean there's things that are like so bizarre about this that I find like shocking. Like Putin's like did you know that Putin has like a millennial mistress? <laughs> uh I heard that he's like secretly gay. 
I don't know. Okay, well, maybe. But done. allegedly he has three kids with... She's kind of a... I mean, she's kind of a dime, I gotta be honest. <laughs> um, but allegedly he has three kids with this woman, Alina Maratovna Kabaivia. Oh. Um, she's just turned 39, so she's like an elder millennial. And she was a like Russian rhythmic uh, dancer. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, basically she's after... She's kind of crazy looking. I think she's kind of hot. I, I mean, mean, she I is, but in kind of a crazy way. Yeah, I mean, she looks, you know, like Eurasian, which yeah. is how they all look. Um, but, <laughs> but like... <laughs> I mean, they're literally like straddling Europe and Asia, you know? Oh. Um Anyway, like as of like basically, it seems like roughly 2008, like all of her like official like online stuff is gone and like everything else is like, uh, like, you know, speculation. But uh, anyway, allegedly she's living in some like between some like Swiss chalet and some like $30 million apartment in Monaco with three of his kids. <laughs> right. I mean, none of it makes any sense it doesn't make any sense and like and like apparently there was like and this went away really fast too there were like high level discussions about like uh sanctioning her and i'm like wait why wasn't she like number one sanction like if you want to like hit putin where you know what i mean yeah, like, right. yeah like surely like his like mistress and his three children not being able to live in a 30 million dollar monaco man like I don't even know what Monaco looks like apartment penthouse. Like surely that's something that would affect him in some way. And like, but it was like the only article I read was like high level discussions, whether to, whether to take the final step and sanction her. And I'm like, that seems like, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, that seems like step one or (laughs) the final step. I mean, and I'm like, what is that? Is that like some like old boys shit? Like, you know, never sanction the mistress. Like, do they all? Have, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do they all have, like the fi- the last code of honor that still exists? <laughs> They're like mistresses off the hook. What, what, where did you hear he was gay? Who says that? So that's actually some like deep intel. Like, um, is um one of our mutual friends, uh, Daddy, uh briefly dated this guy whose father was a diplomat um and 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 so this or stepdad or something but this guy said that it was sort of like an open secret in the like diplomatic community that putin was like uh on the dl kind of I mean, yeah, who the fuck knows? I mean, it's also possible. Like, I mean, these people, it's like, I I can't even imagine them even being sexual creatures because they're like, they seem so detached from their humanity. It's like difficult to even, you know what I mean? Like, like, it's it's hard to even imagine. I wouldn't be surprised if he has this mistress and he fucks like Russian twinks. Right. No, exactly. I'm sure it's just like completely depraved. Like, scene. yeah, I mean, it's it's all going to be awful and depraved and like mm-hmm. whatever, whatever sick, perverted shit he wants. He got some sure, right. you know, right. I mean, we all look the other way as like the French are just like 
all pedophiles basically we're just like okay <laughs> there's a pro pedophilia yeah well we're gonna get into this later in the show too um <laughs> uh so, so let's let's do final okay like yeah. final thoughts on Zelensky though like what what do you i mean if you had to guess and there's no way we could guess right like what do you think the Zelensky vogue shoot is signaling and or like what is the point I think it's just like utter bullshit propaganda being like, look at these like strong, beautiful people like standing up for their country and, you know, like, blah, blah. It's just the same shit that we've been getting. You know, I, I heard so many people in real life, in real life, like even like the lesbians, like uh, straight up, like uh, talking about like how hot Zelensky is like the yeah. like the dude and um and it's like and my mom was like oh isn't that Zelensky such a and i was like mom you know he's like literally literally he's an actor who played the president on tv and like probably a nazi right <laughs> yeah and so yeah like the media the media has just like plant plants these ideas in people's heads just like beams it right into their heads and can make you think that okay so, so you think they were just like let's get this dime on the cover yeah that's that's my interpretation and like get some sympathy going for her because she could be like she's not so hot that she's like unattainable but she's like beautiful she looks like a she could be like a honestly she could be like a be like a beautiful like suburban mom yeah she's like vaguely like glamorous and beautiful and yeah but she doesn't look but she's not like an unattainable type of beauty. yes agreed all right i agree i agree that's basically what the op is i mean who knows what's <laughs> really going on with them but it does seem to just be like kind of to engender more of the you know more of the same shit that we've been getting this whole time, but then it went away so fast. So that was interesting too. Yeah. Well, a lot of people realized it was fucking bullshit. Like how they're going to bring in this like Vogue photographer to this war zone and, you know, all the different outfit changes and whatever. I mean, it's just like <laughs> ridiculous. It's Annie Leibovitz, who's now, <laughs> yeah. who's now like, she must've done something wrong because <laughs> um annie Leibowitz must be like like because now everyone's mad at her for uh photographing kentanji brown jackson uh in like a bad way so annie Leibowitz, <laughs> between like the Zelensky photo shoot and kentanji uh they must have like uh they must have really fucked the they deep must've... states mad at her for some yeah, she did some bullshit they didn't like um okay so what's next on the docket Oh, uh, oh, Trump's going to jail, right? Finally, <laughs> justice for January 6th. Yes, I was really insufferable hearing a lot of people in my real life. By a lot of people, I mean like the three people I talk to <laughs> in real life because I talk to a lot of people on the internet. But even on the internet, there was a lot of fucking people who were so excited that Trump's Mar-a-Lago got raided. I know, I know. I, I'm amazed my parents haven't uh, brought it up because they always like, you know, just cycle through whatever like CNN topics are up. But I guess because we, we had this baby that's kind of dominated, but saved yeah. me from discussing this with them. But Well, I think it, 
I'm gonna go ahead and come right out the gate and say I think it means nothing, and he's not, gonna, <laughs> and he's not, and he's not gonna go to jail. He's and, definitely not. Yeah, and that it likely is only gonna like embolden his supporters, and probably was maybe even a deliberate, you know, tactic to get him back in power in some weird ways. Possibly, you know, like who knows? Right. But it's either. It's either like a very well thought out tactic to make him seem sympathetic or it's just like Merrick Garland is like the most retarded person on the planet <laughs> and like wanted to seem like it wanted to seem like a hero for like a second and like nothing's going to come of it. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a, it's a exact continuation of the Russiagate shit. Like it, it works. It's perfect because it, it like agitates people on both sides so you get like the libs who are like oh yeah we're gonna get him with this shit he's like in russia's pocket and we're gonna put you know stop the steal and he's going away forever and whatever and then of course like they come out with this report they've been waiting for years and it says like he didn't do anything wrong and then so this is the same shit where all the libs can be like, yes, like we're getting justice and whatever. And then on the other side, all the MAGA Trump people are like, you know, oh, they're like, this is beyond the pale, dissolve the FBI and whatever. And shows that, you know, Trump's a victim of the, you know, machine that wants to keep him down. And, you know, and that's, I think, ultimately what the point is, is so that when Trump it's positioning him for the nomination in 2024. And then it, it's the perfect storm of like libs being outraged that how could these, you know, deplorables support Trump, even though the FBI raided him and the deplorables being like, yo, we support him because he got raided, you know? Uh, I just, it makes me so mad because I'm like, I can like, I'm old enough to remember like back in and I'm, I'm gonna sound like a fucking like grandpa right now but like <laughs> when i was like hanging when i was like full libtarded back in austin way back in the day and i was like hanging out in these like anarchist spaces which i mostly <laughs> went, which i mostly went to like, like trust get, fund anarchists yeah like i mostly went to like get drugs or to get laid or both i mean but like, you know, in all those spaces, it was like, it was like, there was always these signs that were sl- that were like, Aaron Rodgers is a fed. And it was like a picture of some like white dude. And it was like, he's not welcome in like, <laughs> in like these Austin spaces. And like, everyone was always talking about the feds and the, the you know, like the, the people who are informants and shit. And like, that was like the whole left's thing is like, the feds are after them. And I'm like, what do they think the FBI is that that is the feds that's that's what that's what the whole thing was and Um, now now the feds are the heroes it's ridiculous it's ridiculous the FBI you're uh, the liberals are supposed to hate the FBI war on drugs and all this prison industrial complex and you know they are spying on MLK and a Probably Possibly assassinating him. MLK. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Likely a killing him. Yeah, <laughs> I um, know. And now all the and now all the like libs are like are like this is such a and now they're like oh it's, it's so it's so now all of them are they don't say this of course but they're like 
in this way. But now they're like, oh, it's so ret- it's so retarded that all these like conservatives want to get rid of the FBI. And I'm like, no, like you yeah. finally have the conservatives on your fucking side. Yeah. Like you should, you should say like, I don't give a shit what got you here. Yeah, let's let's get rid of the FBI, you know. Right. And and also the idea on the conservative side that the FBI is actually a like the deep state is actually trying to work against Trump. I actually don't believe that. I think they're all in on it. I think I mean like look at the like Comey thing, the whole drama with Comey after and then Trump fired him. But like Comey basically handed Trump that election when totally. 10 days before he announced that they were investigating Hillary for the emails or whatever. No, Comey handed him the election. Yeah. And I, I honestly think that they wanted him to lose for some reason, probably because they wanted to get this like fucking crypt Botox yes. monster out in front of everyone and show everyone how just inept and like scary the Democrats are because now we just have like fucking Diane Feinstein on the cover of what was she on the cover of? Like, <laughs> It looked like she had a fucking glass, <laughs> like a glass eye or something. I was like, can this woman even see? Is, can she even see? It's like, it's just like, we're like the elder abuse party. Like, yeah, no, I mean, like, it's so sad. Or like Nancy Pelosi, who like, it's just like, they're just <laughs> like, did you see that video? Of yeah, no, trying- it looks like she's stroking out. <laughs> did you see that video of her try- of them all trying to get up <laughs> after wearing the kente cloths? Oh, God. <laughs> Oh God! They all had. They all were oh, like bow. They were all like bowing to. I don't even know what. I like, remember. No, I remember the kente cloth photo shoot. I didn't know they're bowing to like black, like just Black Lives Matter. I think it was like a Black Lives Matter kind of deal. And yeah. now the most hilarious thing is all the Black Lives Matter people are like completely discredited. They Sean, actually are feds. Yeah. Yeah. Sean King is living in some million, you know, ridiculous mansion and. New Jersey paying forty thousand dollars for a dog. By the way, I have intel that Sean King is white. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> it's I. I really so one of my friends who will remain totally unnamed was Sean King's brother's roommate. <laughs> wow, I mean, he looks like he's definitely in that sort of ambiguous. All right. Well, here's the story that I heard. Here's the story that I heard. So like the whole time, and this was like a Craigslist thing. This is back when my friend was young and like, you were just staying with, you know, whatever you were just looking for people to live with, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And the whole time he was staying there, the brother was always talking about his weird brother and like all this weird stuff he did. And then finally it came out at one point that like, um, it was Sean King was this dude's brother. Oh, and of course my friend was like well what (laughs) what's up there like what's up what's going on with that and he was like i don't know man like our whole family is like really estranged from him but i guess he says he's black (laughs) but like our like no one really thinks that like no one like no one in the family believes that because his whole thing is his mom had an affair oh oh so like his mom is white his mom is white, and on his birth certificate, his dad is black, is white too. Huh. So wow. he has two white parents on his birth certificate. But like the whole <laughs> thing, his whole thing is that like his mom had an affair with a black man. Wow. 
I mean, he looks like he's really does kind of look like that Rachel Dole's all kind of vibe. He looks like, I mean, I live in fucking like the Northeast. He looks like a fucking Italian. Like that's <laughs> like, that's what Italian dudes look like. Like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Anyway, whatever. So, and then like Patrice colors, that whole thing was crazy too. Like, yeah, she's like, you know, I couldn't even, when I was looking at her real estate portfolio, I was like, okay. (laughs) She has three $2 million houses. That's interesting for a socialist. Right. (laughs) Um, A communist. Um, Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So wait, back to Mar-a-Lago though. I I have a few. What what do you think? I want to know what you think of this because I think it's weird. Like, why does Trump... (laughs) live in these like semi-public semi-private like residences like well, what i think- assume because he's just like a massive attention whore but i what's your theory oh i don't know i'm just i mean yeah i've heard people say he just he needs the attention but i'm just like if i was as rich as he claims he is and i think he is very rich i mean like like you know the new york times has shown that his he inherited like 600 million dollars from his dad like Mm -hmm. if i had 600 million dollars you would never fucking see me (laughs) you know yeah it would be like shaded black car like at the entryway of my mansion out the gate the car drives right to my next residence and i'm like immediately you know what i mean like Uh i would be i would be like I would like be more of ne- like an Epstein than a Trump. Yeah. I would never talk to it. Like I would, I mean, my whole life right now living in the New York metropolitan area is like all day having to talk to like total strangers. Like if I were that rich, I would like never talk to a stranger again, you know? Yeah. No, but I think seems, he pretty much he just has like, like a compulsive need for like attention. Okay. In so any form, awesome. both positive or negative or whatever, just anything, you know. All right. What about the mini scandal? Do you think he killed Ivana or do you think that that's just retarded? <laughs> um, that did happen right around the raid. Right. Ar- oh, interesting. Um, I don't, I don't know. I'd have to look into that. I hadn't heard that theory. Definitely not outside the realm of possibility, but, um, not sure what the motive would be at this point. People were trying to say that the motive was so he wouldn't have to like testify the next day or something. Uh, like get out of get out of testimony. And it, it is weird. She was only 73. Her her mother is still alive, who was a a big player in their drama in the 80s, her mom. Hmm. Um, and here's what it says she died of. She died of blunt impact injuries to the torso after oh. falling down after falling down the stairs at her Upper East Side. I'm, I don't know what it looks like. I'm assuming it's a townhouse. Oh, interesting. Um, and then he buried her at Trump National Golf Course in Bedminster. I did see that. Which people also tried to make a big deal out of, like that she, you know, he buried her there for tax purposes. For tax reasons. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, well, it's possible. I don't know. Um, yeah. No, interesting. I didn't know that. I just assumed it was like she had some like weird meds she was taking and like died. Um, I mean, it's totally possible she was like zanned, zanned, yeah, yeah. Like, zanned out to the brim and just like... <laughs> 
you know, I actually know like a rich, I actually like, I, I mean, you know, my family, like I know some ri- very rich people and like, I feel like if I really think about it, I can think of at least two <gasps> women I know who have died at the bottom of like marble stairs and mansions. So it, it is a, it's either like an easy way to kill your like hag wife when you're done with her. Right. Well, or it's just actually something that like rich older women, it just it's like happens. <laughs> yeah. you know? I know. It honestly is sort of a tough call. I don't really know. The um, blunt impact injury sounds like a lot, especially to the torso. But yeah, no, that's interesting. I don't know. Honestly. It just doesn't seem like he would have gotten a lot out of that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's what to me the the motive is sort of unclear. Yeah. But it's not like I think it's um totally implausible or anything. All right, last question before we move on from the Trump raid. What do you think cuz I have to talk about the women cuz I'm gay and I love I love the <laughs> like I love the whole uh the glamour of it. Like what do you think what do you think's keeping Melania just around? <laughs> Money? I don't know. <laughs> But you don't think she, like, could divorce him and have plenty of money? You gotta go? Uh, pretty soon, yeah. So maybe we can get into the uh, <laughs> final topic. We can edit this part out, yeah. All right. Um, do you want to do Inside Job? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So I've seen it before. I got you to watch it. What do you think? Uh, oh, boy. I mean, I, I it, it was it was enjoyable, but... I mean, it was fine. It was like vaguely funny, but I um, uh, just couldn't help but feel that I was just being like uh, attacked, you know, by the ridicule of all the conspiracies. But why why don't you kind of give a little your spiel about it? Okay, so Inside Job is this show on Netflix that I think is very funny. It's sort of in the vein of like... um, I would say it's like in the vein of like family guy or something like that. And it's kind of like an adult cartoon about this character, Reagan, who works at a a company that a fake company that is basically like the shadow government of the United States. Um, It definitely seemed like it was making fun of uh, like, you know, people who like believe in or think that conspiracy theories could be true. But at the same time, I kind of had this feeling of like, you know, is this like a weird, like we're confessing to it all up front (laughs) type of thing. So that it like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It was just because like, I mean, sure. Like here's some people who that appear in it. Oprah, (laughs) <laughs> like um Oprah's the biggest one, but like Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin. I'm just thinking of all these people that like Joe DiMaggio, like I, I don't know, just like all these actual <laughs> and I'm just like they surely had to get like all these, you know, people to like sign off on that, right? And mm-hmm. I, I just I kind of just wonder, is this really like a a way to just to be like sort of I don't know yeah yeah like like we're confessing to it all up front I think it's funny though 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's there are some good jokes, um, but it's like okay, yeah, I think it works on two levels. Like, yeah, it's both. It's like confessing to it up front in some respects, but also kind of discrediting it, discrediting conspiracy theories by kind of like putting them all in the same category, right? Like, oh, like there's elites that like conspire to control everything. And they're also like shape-shifting lizard people, you know, uh, yeah. stuff like that. One of which is like obviously true, and right? One of, yeah, and one of which is like uh, essentially obviously not true, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, but I did so I looked into like you, I did some pr- very brief research on it just to like see, uh, and no one in the show, who, like at least like the the show creators or directors or whatever, didn't seem to have any like deep state connections, which actually like a lot of Hollywood people do, um, like Nick Kroll, for example, um is his dad is like Jules Kroll who runs this like extremely shady like um basically like deep state like private security company Mm. um Kroll Industries and so he's like insanely wealthy mega millionaire possibly billionaire um and like his i i I think they had they did like security for like the the world wow yeah um rye is like if they're if the deep state has a town that they're like all living in it's rye right yeah no i mean (laughs) that's what i'm saying so that type of thing is like pretty common um in hollywood um and what are you trying to say andrew it's all a bunch of jews uh, i mean you know there's some there's some influential um chosen people in hollywood but andrew's jewish so if we say anything anti-semitic we're like <laughs> we're like in the clear on this podcast right yeah we've got a free pass <laughs> um but so anyways these people didn't really seem to have that although um one of them did have a their dad was like it said an executive for a uh technology an mit affiliated technology company and so for those who don't know mit is like uh one of the most like deep state connected universities um mm. in the country and they did they develop a lot of like military uh technology and stuff like that but um that was about as close as it came um uh one thing i thought was interesting was that it's apparently the fifth most streamed show on netflix but i had never heard of it until you pointed it out so. Yeah, no one's really watching it, which is what I think is like so interesting about it because it was like I I don't think I've ever seen it in the top 10. Yeah. Um yeah. And I think it's really funny and it seems kind of in the vein of the type of shit that like a lot of like stonery libs would watch, which is like a lot of people I know, uh-huh. you know, like people who are like kind of like burnt burnouts on the couch watching Family Guy. I mean, right. that's, yeah. Those people like orbit my kind of circle of people. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, I guess I have a I have a wide range, but yeah, I mean, I'm I know people like that. So I don't know. I just found that a little bit weird. 
yeah. I think that the funniest thing about it is is that it yeah it it did just seem kind of like confessional to me I had no idea about that Nick Kroll stuff I'm really gonna have to read into that yeah um I do think that what's maybe like oh let me tell you since you have to go soonish let me tell you about the th- the theory I found um so I found this thing are you ready for this <laughs> I don't Let's do you see. have like 10 minutes yeah yeah it, yeah or is like or is like a baby like dying no 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 we're we're good okay <laughs> i don't know what it's like to have a baby so i'm like is is there like a infant just <laughs> flung into the yard somewhere like <laughs> no it's not anything like we're, we're good i forgot you're really rich someone's taking care of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. all right so um i guess by world standards we both are all right, so the phantom <laughs> maybe we're deep state. Who knows? Um, the phantom time hypothesis is this historical conspiracy that the Holy Emperor Otto the Third, Pope Sylvester the Third, and the Byzantine Emperor Constantine the Seventh um, fabricated history in order to make it so they were all living in AD 1000. Which would mean (laughs) that in this scenario, the year is AD 614 to AD 911, interesting number, (laughs) um, didn't happen. Oh, interesting. Which would mean that like the Emperor Charlemagne didn't exist. Hmm. Um, and that like basically from 614 to 911, like all history would be like made up. It kind of lines right up with like the dark ages, right? Which mm. is like a time where there's like a lot less like historical records anyway. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, there's some pretty big adherents out there. I think what's, what's funny about it is, I mean, who knows, right? Like we don't, my whole thing is, is like, I think that we think there's this clear stream of like, invention and growth that has been happening over the course of humanity but like that's probably not right the myth of progress yeah yeah like i think that like there's probably been like point i mean like i'm not like a there were like ancient like peoples like three million years ago but like i think there's probably been a lot of shit that we just like don't know that happened right that's that that seems extremely likely but i guess there's a lot of things that refute it mostly that like it would have had to have been global, which I guess like the mm-hmm. argument is at this point, they couldn't have done it globally. Right. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the history making would have been somewhat centralized by like whatever power happened to be like dominant at that particular time, you know? I guess one of the biggest things that people claim against this is that like this time period included the birth of and life of Muhammad. Mm. So it would have been, they're, they're, they're really messing with some. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a billion Muslims in the world, so they're really messing with some, um, you know, like, but like, even I, if the Pope made up history, I mean, cause I don't, I feel like, um, so they're saying that he made up Muhammad? Well, the, yeah, they're saying that like all this stuff like from those couple of from those 300 years would have been totally made up. 
Oh, like everything that's currently considered history, not just like we would European really be, we would really be in the year like seventeen twenty two. Oh, oh. If, if we were going from the year of like Jesus's birth, like uh-huh. we're living, we're living in seventeen twenty two. I see, I see. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, I just thought that was a funny. <laughs> I just thought that was a funny conspiracy theory to consider. Yeah, I'll have to look more into that one. I don't. But it um, seems like it's probably not true. I mean, my my biggest guess about like I don't think that's true, but mm-hmm. I do think that like obviously like we have a lot of stuff that's like we think is certain about history that is absolutely yeah. well not. even history of the twentieth century, American history, the Civil War, all everything we learn about all that stuff is basically fake. I mean, like there is it, some truth to it, but like it's it's you know history is written by the the victors and all that i mean it's you know uh it's uh sir history is the history that we receive is written to serve elite interests and you know america's great and all that so there's there's a lot more nuance and everything to any kind of history right there's also a bunch of shit that just wasn't written down um so yeah what's your favorite conspiracy theory on in you could either reference one on inside job or you could reference a general one well i don't it doesn't, I, have to be one you, it doesn't have to be one you believe in i could just well here so i i have some thoughts on inside job that maybe well in, in a particular conspiracy theory that i'll touch on related to that so one thing I thought was interesting was that like they stayed away from any sort of like conspiracy theories that are really sort of like still relevant right now. Like obviously COVID is like a big one that people are talking about. There's they didn't touch on anything like that or vaccines or anything. And um, I don't think there was anything about 9-11. There was like one offhand reference to like jet fuel not being able to melt steel beams or something but like yeah that, I mean, and we're about and we're about to be in 9-11 season so. right yeah, yeah so i thought that was interesting but i did think there was like there was some stuff that was funny like about the conspiring elites like one thing was like they were trying to like blow up the sun or something to cure skin cancer i thought was funny just like very emblematic of like all this stuff like that the thought process is like, oh, we need to like shut down the whole world to prevent people from getting this like essentially mild respiratory virus or whatever. And so, yeah, like <laughs> the idea of like exploding the sun to prevent skin cancer, I thought was funny. But, um, um, and you know, like the robot president, okay, so funny, you know, but it's like kind of again, it's like it's like mock kind of dismissive of the idea well like no our president in essence like is like a fake robot you know i mean it's like he's not literally a robot but he's he's clearly not like actually in charge and running stuff it's like the the you know he's (laughs) he's a prop um and so Okay, so then that said, I wanted to talk about this idea of that this show could sort of be similar to what you're saying about like, it could be like a, a confessional sort of of the of the deep state or elites is like, um, it being this idea of revelation of the method, which is mm-hmm. sort of like an obscure like, um, 
occult sort of quasi satanic maybe like theory that like these elites running the conspiracies are in fact sort of like occult devil worshipers and that part of their religion of sorts is like ritually humiliating the public by in the form of like disclosing these horrible like psyops that they're running on everyone um and forcing people to like sort of uh be confronted with that without like fully consciously being aware of it or in also in the case of like dissidents like people like us who like are sort of aware of the psyops it's like humiliating those people even more by like you know shoving it in their face that they're doing all this shit and like basically telling us that they're doing it so um and there it's sort of this idea of like a, a limited hangout which I don't know if you, it's sort of like a like spy, like spook deep state terminology. I think Nixon was the one who like popularized it in one of those recordings um, where like White House recordings where he talked about limited hangout where it's like you essentially like leak something, part of the story to the public in such a way that it, it's like beneficial to, to you. Yeah. I mean, I I think that that's possible. It's also just funny that if you go like even slightly, like if you take even a minute and like research any of the shit that like inside job addresses, like, you know, for instance, like the Allen and company Sun Valley conference, you know, uh, I don't know if you've looked into that, like the conference in Sun Valley, Idaho. Yes, yes. But like mm-hmm. all these like billionaires attend like every single year and no one ever talks about what's discussed there. These like incredibly public people. Oh yeah, there's or, all kinds of, the Bilderberg meeting and there's all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, or if you like scratch even just like the slightest surface, like, you know, the like or or the fact that like, the vast majority of people like don't believe like the official narrative of like the JFK assassination. Right. It's like, it's like, have you scratched or let's, <laughs> let's, let's go with the most obvious recent example, like Epstein. Jeffrey right? Epstein. Like, yes. Like everyone sure. was like, you know, the idea of an elite pedophile ring is like absurd. And then it's like, there was an elite pedophile. <laughs> ring. Right. Like, right. Like definitively there was one. And like, it was like, right. and then from- there's like QAnon, which now a lot of people think like basically was a deep state op to sort of like leak this stuff and possibly discredit it or whatever you know by making it seem like a crazy conspiracy theory but that was also related to a satanic pedophile ring um and then if you look into that like there is a lot of shady stuff the podestas uh brothers and they like have all this crazy art in their house but that's like depicting like child abuse basically and um they're friends with like marina abramovic and they do this like she does this like spirit cooking thing where she makes food that looks like human corpses and then they like all get together and like eat these like food human corpse food 
like that actually happens like you can look up like news articles about it no i know i know I mean, <laughs> marina abramovic i like i like don't even know what to think about her she's such a, she's such a weird figure and like the whole like elite. Yeah, look up this like podesta art it's crazy um it's like the denver art it's like the denver yes uh, <laughs> um and and then okay also the it, it goes even the, like there's the, that's like the most recent thing like epstein and QAnon, and you know the media spins it with epstein like he was just personally like interested in like rounding up these teens and like having sex with them or whatever but ignoring that like Ghislaine maxwell is the daughter of robert maxwell who was this famous like media baron slash um international spy and um you know involved in all that deep state stuff and um and obviously they're friends Did i tell like, you i spent a lot of time outside of the glane maxwell trial this yes, year yeah <laughs> that sounds... it was so fucking cold but yeah. i was trying to get a glimpse of like anyone who i could like remotely see i mean the vibes <laughs> outside were like really chaotic and weird yeah i don't even know how to describe what was going on i mean it was like 300 photographers 20 protesters and then like 20 like not even protesters like 20 people interested in the trial, like random citizens, and then like 10 like COVID vaccine mandate protesters. <laughs> like that was like who was outside of that trial. I mean, fighting the good fight, you know? I know. But yeah, I mean, the the satanic deep state stuff actually even goes back further. There's this whole, there's a book that's pretty famous called The Franklin Cover-Up. Um, about this like child prostitution ring in Nebraska um, that involved like all these Republican Party officials there and potentially like the CIA and all of this stuff. I mean, do you, if you want to know the truth, and like I've had a little bit of wine, so I'm gonna be like <laughs> really fucking real for a minute. Like the reason this stuff seems believable to me is, and the, the reason I think that people hate Trump so much is that like Trump is sort of like. A kind of like normal <laughs> I hate to say this but it's true like he's kind of like a normal heterosexual dude do I think that Trump has been like sexually predatory at times yes do I think that that's bad yes mm-hmm. but like his interests if you look at his wives and stuff are just kind of these like very typical like heterosexual like guy interests like he yes. wants like like playboy big, model yeah. yeah he wants like big boobs like shaved pussy like <laughs> you know what i mean like uh-huh. like it's just, it's just stuff that like every straight guy like like probably in the porn they watch and like the shit they fantasize about like that's what he wants and he doesn't want any weird shit he doesn't want any, <laughs> right he, doesn't want any, like, McDon- he eats mcdonald's every day yeah, yeah he eats mcdonald's <laughs> he doesn't want any like butt stuff going on like he just he just wants to like he just wants to like fuck a like a, like a hot chick until he comes and like that's like that's like his thing and like <laughs> and people like hate him so much and like they want to act like he, and like do I think that he's been like sexually predatory like probably like I, you know I, I'm not like disputing that, that yeah you're like, not saying he's like a great guy no I don't think he's a great guy do I think he's groped women probably do I think he's like yeah whatever slapped some asses or whatever yes I think all that's probably true but. It's like, you know, the, de- 
like how fucking depraved do you think like the Clinton sex life? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like we're talking about Trump who's basically just like, has this like pretty understandable, like sexual drive. And then you look at someone like the Clintons and Bill Clinton and stuff. And you're like, these people are just like totally like depraved, like freaks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or even like Hunter Biden, like he is like such a freak. <laughs> like, And it's like, it's like, we're supposed to think that Trump is like the weirdo, you I know? know? I know. But he is like the most normal, like kind of what I would call like normal, like impulses, and then, like, there's all these people that have these, like, really perverted fucking impulses, and we're supposed to think that, like, they're the normal ones. It's just it's just weird. Yeah. And the last thing I want to give you is just something to look up for the <laughs> listeners out there is Mark Dutro. Um, M-A-R-C-D-U-T-R-O-U-X this like Belgian dude. And I guess this was like a big case similar to like Epstein or something in Belgium, like 20 years ago or something. I had never heard of it until recently, but it's like extremely shady again, similar, like uh pedophile ring with like deep state connections. And then like all these people associated with the case, like ended up dead under suspicious circumstances. And, um, so anyways, yeah, I don't know that I, you know, 100% be- believe that there's a satanic uh, ring of elites conspiring to, like, destroy everyone psychologically by revealing their psychological warfare. But um, I, at this point, you know, I, I can't rule anything out. So <laughs> I mean, I do think there's a cabal of elites that are, like, essentially attempting to control everything. And I right. think that's... That that is like abundantly clear to me, and like the idea that like democracy is like real is no so funny and like yeah, such a part. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Like anyone who's like paid attention at all, like can tell that like democracy is not real, and like all the people scoffing at like you know the <laughs> Trump saying the election was rigged. It's like you know I, I don't really. No one knows what actually happened, but the idea that like you can definitively prove that the election quote unquote wasn't rigged. It's so, <laughs> it's so stupid. Like, no, it's ridiculous. Like, we really believe there's these like completely moral, like, like thousands of moral people, like somewhere like counting these votes and some like ethical, like, what are you talking no. about? Like, that's not like, that's obviously not happening. <laughs> No, I mean, I actually, again, have some personal, um, (laughs) through my wife, experience with um, elections, um, because she, like, volunteered when she was, like, 18 or something, so she, she would get, like, 200 bucks or something for, for, like, supervising this election, and it was, like, a complete shit show. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's like even under the best of, or even aside from this, like, particular election, it's just, it's, yeah, it's not like this idea of what people think of it. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's just, um, yeah, it is what it is. Oh, I have to go out tonight. Like, <laughs> I'm like already dreading it, but it's going to be fine. What are you doing tonight? Yeah, um, not going out, but we have some friends coming over to well wish and 
for the baby and stuff. I am amazed that you're like, I literally, I, I show, I didn't send it anywhere, but I, show, I showed a bunch of people, not a bunch, like the three people I talked to, my partner and like my two friends, I showed them the video you sent me and we were all amazed that your wife is like, so like, she's like Kate Middleton. <laughs> Like, did she get a manicure before she went? To the she hospital? did. She did. Because okay. we, we were all like, we were all like cracking up. But we she were got like, one before and after, though. We were just all cracking she up. The baby. We like, yeah, we were just like, this is such a Kate Middleton ass, like, uh, a thing. Like, she looks like just so together. <laughs> anyway, it was just cracking us up. Yeah. Um, all right. I'll, yeah. Oh, and stay tuned, everyone, for the next show. I'm excited about this one. It's I'm gonna red pill everyone on smoking. Uh, yes, smoking is good for you. So, I believe that. See everyone <laughs> soon. Bye. Right, bye.